0: There are no manuals on how to be a parent and we have to spend a lot of time just figuring it out. The other side of trying to raise a child is that we now have to consider how it impacts us financially today and over time. There's some things you should be focusing on right now that can help set up a strong foundation today and we're gonna give them to you. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives who never seem to have enough time able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence, That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast.
1: Hey, Smarter Vets. This is CJ Burnett and Tom Seco. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians across the United States, owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors,
0: and the hosts of this podcast, your podcast, the Smarter Vet Podcast. We're on a mission to reduce financial stress from the veterinary community by providing them the next step in their plan. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources that are on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. You can find all of them by either searching Florida veterinary advisors or go to www.flvetadvisors.com.
1: So there, you know, we all have decisions that we make in our lives. Some are small, some are big, and then there are life altering decisions that we make in our lives and there is no do-overs no turning back once you do it it's it's done it's donezos i don't see a whole lot of people listening to this episode that aren't at least maybe a parent
0: already or going to be a parent soon am i right or, Tom? or considering wanting to be a parent at some point
1: well, well yeah well i guess yeah i guess some people would probably be doing that right and right and what's what's interesting about being a parent is that your dumb decisions don't just affect you anymore yeah that's right <laughs> It it affects you. It affects them. I think that's the best part about being a parent. I mean, you definitely kind of grow up and you try to, you got to figure out new things.
0: Yeah. Well, what pushed us so much to do this episode too, is that uh, for any of you who are listening that aren't familiar with me, uh, this I'm Tom Sico. Uh, I recently just became a dad It's back in June of 2021. And uh, it's, it's definitely been quite an experience for uh for for my life since then i know cj for the longest time we've been working together for years and he'd always keep saying he's like hey are you, are you gonna have a baby are you gonna be a dad yet are you gonna be a dad are you gonna be a dad i'm like no not yet not yet not yet and then and then it finally finally happened and then i was like what in the world did i just do i was like this is uh, the first well, uh, for know, any of upside. you had kids
1: yeah the upside real fast though your dad joke game has gotten a lot better
0: i i it has. I mean, I can have a dad yeah. joke book too. Isabel on our team bought me a dad joke book. So maybe I need to run through that a little bit more. Uh, but I, I know there's some of you who also know who's uh, Matt Salas. He's a part of the AVMA too. I think he does dad jokes all the time. So I think they're pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, becoming, becoming a parent has been a huge, huge adjustment. Not just, you know, of course we want to talk financially stuff, but I will tell you just from a life, when we talk about life altering, it has been huge. And I'm sure a lot of you who have had kids can identify with this, that, you know, the the first couple months, it was just the baby. Was the baby able to sleep or not? Having to wake up every hour or two, uh, and then, and then on top of it, you know, constantly needing to eat and be changed and nurtured. And I, I mean, now she's at this point as we're recording this, she's just over seven months old, and it's incredible how quickly how quickly children grow as time goes on. Uh, but I just keep thinking about all of the things financially that we've also been having to do along the way too. Just even as we've had our daughter. Uh, it's incredible just to think of like the stuff that I didn't think we needed, we do now have. It was like, uh, you know, we have a a, a stroller, we have a, 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 an attachment to put the car seat on there. We have a dresser, we have a, a crib, we have a chair, reclining rocking chair in her room. We've got 25 bouncing things all over the house. And it's just, it seems like, you know, it just doesn't stop. We just bought a playpen recently. And to a certain degree, it's like for for some of you that are out there, it's like, this can be a huge financial drain on you if you're not careful. And I will tell you every day, being a finance guy, I'm a, if you've listened to some of our episodes before, I'm a very frugal guy at times. And it's hard for me to, you know, my wife keeps buying stuff and I kept keep buying things too. And I'm just like, holy cow, it's like, this keeps adding up. So the experience of being a dad over the course of the last several months, it's it's been ups and downs. I think it's definitely been incredibly rewarding because I don't want any of you to think that parenthood is not incredibly rewarding but it is it's like a fire drill Uh, i'm still constantly trying to figure out how to do life at times i'm trying to figure out how do i manage my life and (laughs) work around with this little one that we now have in the house so she's actually starting to stand and trying to walk which is incredible it's it's even getting
1: sleep too the color has has returned back to your face oh
0: yeah no yeah i remember those days i think i remember you asked me when we first earlier you're like hey Uh, when, when Olivia was born, you're like, Hey, when, when are you coming back to work? And I was just like, never, never. I can't survive right now. I can't even, I can't even function. Like, I don't even know what life is right now. I'm just like, literally can't sleep. I'm exhausted half the time. So, but it's, it's been a huge change. And there's some things that we're going to want to talk through in this conversation today that we want to share with you about being a dad. And you know, with CJ, he's been a father for a while now.
1: Yeah. My daughter's turning 14 soon. So like (sighs) <sighs> I, I, She was born when I was 21, right? And so a, a lot of the things we're going to talk about today is, is just some things that we've obviously learned ourselves, um, things that we've observed with clients, things that we believe, you know, if we, if we think of like five things that you can do right now, uh, as far as preparing to be a parent, or now that you are a parent, you got to be thinking about you know, my, my daughter's 14. So, like, I've, you know, I've obviously had years and years and years of this, and there is nothing that's going to prepare you. Like, people, like, they you know, they always think they're going to wait till they're a little older, they're going to wait until they have, you know, sort of financially stable. And, and some of those things are actually good. And some of those things will actually work out the way you want them to. And sometimes they don't, right. Sometimes, you know, you delay and you delay and you delay and nothing really prepares you for this. So, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, I think over time, you kind of
0: figure it out and uh, and, and try to make things work as you go. Yeah. Well, but, you've actually got the next challenge too, with financially. I mean, your daughter is going to be driving soon. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's um, that actually came up the other day. But like, I want her to drive. Yeah, it's like so you can be your chauffeur. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she's oh, totally. I'm sitting in the back seat too. Like yeah. I'm, I'm full. It's full blown chauffeuring time. And we go. If I need something from the grocery store, hey Meadow,
0: <laughs> yeah, grab the let's, keys. Let's go.
1: I need some bread. I need some milk. I need some water. Whatever it is, I need. Like, I, you know, it's like, and she just, I think she's avoiding it though. She's like, she really, like, really doesn't want to drive.
0: Right? Really my, my oh wife my didn't want to drive until she was almost almost 20. Yeah it was fascinating to me like when I was uh, 14 I was counting down the days I was like when do I turn in 15 and I was 15 oh, I was no, like no I didn't I can't get in there fast enough to get my permit because I would just you want know to it's drive.
1: funny you say that because like, I delayed it as much as possible too like I just <laughs> I just wouldn't I, all my friends were like older and had cars and I was like why do I need a car everyone else has got a car like you know and and anyway so you know, I can't wait till she can go drive and do things. But yeah, being 14 and, you know, she's turning a corner, obviously, with being a teenager from last year. Uh, it, it's it's really interesting, though, because every stage is really awesome. Let me just tell you something, because uh, even teenaging, the, the teenager phase, I just I love it. Um, The conversations are fantastic. Uh, You know, there is no conversation that is off the table in our household. So, you know, there's always really interesting things that come up with life and finances and, you know, jobs and careers. And so, you know, you just kind of have to embrace each stage. So well, let's go through the five tips, Tom. Let's get through them. Let's, let's go through them it. And, and give, a, give them a, give them what they're here for.
0: Well, the, 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 first one that's been really incredibly helpful, I will say for even my side is that, you know, looking for deals, like constantly looking for deals. Uh, don't buy anything retail, or if you do buy anything retail, <laughs> make sure you find a deal to buy right. it, like brand new, because, You know, at the end of the day, you could be like, what's crazy about when you have a child, they grow so quickly and something you buy. Like, I think we have clothes that we bought our daughter that she never even wore. We tried to cycle her enough through this stuff, but she's growing so quickly that we've, we've gotten rid of it. And, um, you know, we were looking for a high seat, uh, high chair recently. And, uh, you know, some trying to buy it somewhere else versus what we found is that the marketplace online, like Facebook marketplace has been incredibly helpful because it gives you an opportunity to find things that are maybe lightly used. Uh, and you just got to clean it down really good. And then you can make sure you spray it down real good. Otherwise, yeah. I have,
1: I have, I have found of, that retail, you know, finding things even at a deal for retail is kind of hard too, cause it's like fake deals. Yes. Like, I know they inflate everything. Yeah. How they inflated everything to discount. So it, it makes it a little harder to find, even to find deals on retail, but Facebook marketplace, you can't go wrong. Right. You, I think you found something pretty recently on the coupon side, right?
0: Uh, yeah, well, it's, I know with Facebook, we were actually looking for this high chair, like I'd made mention to, and like, they were even completely out online and we found someone had it and we're like, well, that's pretty cool. Cause, uh, we started doing, uh, what they call baby led weaning, where our daughter is now starting to eat on her own and we give her stuff and the challenge is she makes a mess. So that's another part of when you have a kid too, when you start feeding, having them feed themselves, they make an absolute mess. So this high chair is a quick wipe down, little spray, spray, wipe, wipe. And you're like, you're done. Uh, so, but yeah, coupons too, when it comes to food, really being able to, cause formula can be expensive. Uh, so, you know, there's different brands that are out there. There's one brand that I know we have used a lot of, but you can sign up for the reward programs and they shoot you coupons in the mail and they can help kind of offset some of that because I will tell you, we go through a lot of formula, <laughs> especially as she gets older more and more. So well, the, the others, is,
1: yeah. Getting, getting friends and family involved. I remember when i you know obviously meadow was born i was 21 so we like we had no choice to (laughs) to get friends and family involved that's you know in order to keep daycare costs low right and if you're married teamwork makes the dream work openly communicate divide divide who who does what right create lanes stay in them
0: mm -hmm. if you have more than one kid you know being able to like let hey how are we dividing up and conquering and Uh, you know, I think something you brought up CJ was man-to-man coverage. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like, well, that's the thing you go from one to two, right? You got man-to-man
1: coverage when you got two kids, but then as soon as you go to three, you go from man-to-man coverage now zone. Yep right? And now, now, now communicating is even more important, right? They have all those little signs that they give each other in football. Like you might have to create some signs to give each other when you're taking care of
0: three kids, you know, three plus kids. Well, I I know in-laws have been incredibly helpful for on our side, when our daughter was born, they were helping us constantly cooking food, giving us breaks every so often. Cause when you're running on fumes, every single night, you like literally go insane after a while. So uh, it was good to have them there. Or maybe even the factor of like, if you're not near people or have anyone that's around, you might need to consider moving closer to family. Because if you can have people that are around to help support you along the way. We've known several people where they, you know,
1: they moved to another state, they took a pay cut just so they could be closer to their in laws or they could be closer to their parents. And I don't think that's a bad idea. Right. And sometimes people say, well, you know, I'm going to go backwards financially. Well, you know what? You may have to like, you may have to go, take a step back in order to take step forwards.
0: Absolutely. And the biggest thing is, as we know, since we've been working with veterinarians for so long, ask for help. Like so many mm-hmm. of you seem to be very uh, afraid to ask for it. Just go out there and ask for help because trust me, people are willing to help. Uh, the biggest thing you could do is like all that kind of fester in, trying to figure it out. I was actually talking with my wife last night too. We're like, I don't even know how some people figure this thing out and make it work through. But you know, without asking for some support in some way or another.
1: It's hard. It's It's a lot. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to ask. It's hard to ask for help, but I think, you know, finding a community or at least friends and family that you can trust is, is important.
0: Absolutely. Tip, tip three, we want to talk about a short-term disability insurance with your employer. Do you have uh, any type of disability insurance? Uh, So when you're about to, uh, you know, if you're in the process of having a child, uh, being able to help cover for be like the time off from work, uh, it can potentially pay you in a certain degree. I know the the one that's offered through the veterinary association might not provide certain coverage anymore, but it's also just something to check into in the event that you have a natural or have to have a a C-section or whatever the case is along the way. Like how does all, are you going to get paid anything if you're out of work? Or if you've, hopefully you've built up enough of a cash buffer in the meantime to help support you or you have a spouse that's working too. We, We help a lot of people all the time with life insurance. So if you're wanting to figure out how much should you get? What type should you get? Whatever scenario it is, you know, have a conversation with us. There's no cost to you to talk to us about it. We're happy to assist along the way. Uh, and, and the fifth step is legal documents. Get them done or start thinking about them. So many people avoid these. Yeah, but, but uh, for, for good reason,
1: because like you're talking all about all these bad things happening and it's not fun to think about bad things happening. But at the same time, again, our dumb decisions are going to affect other people. And it can be other people are our kids and we love our kids. So if you do it for no one else,
0: do it for your kids. But meet with an I, attorney. Something I just want to add in here too about that is like, it's not even just about, how, you know, the, the concern about even being worried about things is sometimes it's just like, what, how do we do it? Like, how do we go about creating estate documents? All
1: right. Well, I think first you got to meet with an attorney. What kind of attorney? An estate planning attorney. Mm, an estate planning yeah. attorney. And as someone who does estate planning, yes, I think an estate planning attorney are the ones that specialize in wills, trusts, power of attorneys, healthcare surrogates, those kinds of things. To the best of my knowledge, most attorneys that do that, they don't charge you a fee up front. They usually will meet with you. You talk about what you want. They draft the documents. You look at the documents, you go to what they call the execution meeting. Hmm. I, I know that sounds like, I, I, I remember. And it sounds so bad, that, right? I was like, dude, what? <laughs> like, is there going to be a guillotine, like execution meeting? What is this? Oh my this? Gosh, like Should spot? I be prepared? Kind of, t- t- yeah, talk about something that most people don't want to do, right? Um, <laughs> you know, they, they, on top of on top of making the process painful, right? Attorneys wanted to make it even more painful and call it an execution meeting, right? Where you execute the documents. <laughs>
0: that's that's where they get. The what, what's so crazy about these getting legal documents? And you can get them done in like less than two weeks if you really yeah. want to do it. You get a good attorney you get the drafts done, you get them created. It's like, it's done in no time, but well, it kind of, well, it does depend on how fast you
1: agree with your spouse. <laughs> yes. I mean, <laughs> that's, there, it, you know, you, you, that's, you know, you, you point when you want your kids to go to your brother and she wants her kids to go to her brother. And then you're like, you know, <laughs> like, you know so there are ways around that though. Right. From an easy perspective. I remember some people that, that we've met with where they're like, we can't agree on who gets the kids if both of us pass away. And the attorney that they were meeting with uh, because we we were in the room, the attorney just said, well, why don't you each do your own set of financial documents and whoever's the last standing is who gets, you know, is going to, you know, be the one that gets it. Right. So like if the, you know, the husband dies and then the wife dies, well then kids go to whoever the wife wants. Right. If the wife dies and then the husband dies, then the kids go to whoever the husband wants. And you kind of leave it up to chance a little bit, but like, you know, the, the, the people that were in the room, the clients were like, Hey, you know what? We're good with that. Like that's that way, you know, we don't have to agree. We can kind of move on from this and whatever happens happens. Right. So I think that's, that's the, you know, get an estate planning attorney, meet with them. Usually you don't pay the fee, for them until after the execution, at the end of the execution meeting, from what we've noticed working with,
0: with, I don't know how many attorneys. Well, if, if you connect, if you're working with us or whatever the case is, then sometimes they won't collect it up front. Sometimes they want half of it up front, just depending on the scenario, but you know, have a conversation with them and, uh, at least start the process and just to cycle through these tips again, real fast, if you missed some of them, look for deals, get family and friends involved, uh, look and make sure if you have any short-term disability insurance. Uh, start looking at life insurance and consider getting your legal documents done or start having the conversation around them so you can get them completed. All super important things to be looking at. The best way to fully adjust
1: is to get a financial plan. We provide a no-cost obligation first meeting to talk about how you're planning, help you dream and make sure you're on the right track. So reach out to us today by visiting our website and
0: click schedule a call. Yep, it's right on the front of our web page. So just click it, fill out our form. We'll be happy to get in touch to schedule a of time and Something that you can do to help other veterinarians and other people in the community is just go to our, our Facebook page, Smarter Vet Financial Podcast, like it. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, that would be even great too. If you can like us on there, uh, say something nice about us uh, and just be able to share this episode or some of the episodes with other people that you know, because um, there's a lot of others that are having the same thoughts and the same conversations and you might be able to help them out. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. Number expires October 2025.